big news also late last night, the Israeli military rescuing two hostages from southern Gaza in a special forces operation. This is video of a helicopter taking them to a hospital in Israel after they were held in captivity for 128 days. The IDF says the two men were rescued after an intense gun battle with their captors. We are told Israeli special forces hugged and protected those hostages with their own bodies as they came under heavy fire. Israeli airstrikes pounded targets during the operation. Hamas claims the overnight strikes in Rafah killed more than 100 people. The city is now home to more than half of Gaza's population. Hundreds of thousands of civilians have been seeking refuge here with nowhere else to go. There is mounting international concern that an Israeli ground offensive could again be coming soon. Let's go to Nick Robertson. He is live at the hospital where those hostages were taken incredibly uh, important news for their families to receive that after 128 days they are now safe and getting the treatment they need. Do we know how they're doing physically? Yeah, we do. And I have to say, big news for the country as well. I mean, this is what everyone's been hoping for, that more hostages would get released and these freed in this lightning covert military operation. They're here in the hospital. I've talked with a couple of their relatives. Um, they describe them in good spirits, so they're a little bit dazed and confused. They are a, a little thin, a different, a little different They lost color. some weight. They lost their, a little weight. I'm very thin, walking at least, so I can say that they are walking, and, but I believe that they're still on high adrenaline, and we will see how physically good or bad they are, or how mentally good or bad they are, only when that days will come. So the two hostages, Fernando Marman, 60 years old, Luis Ha, uh, he is 70 years old. So two slightly elderly men, hospital officials here say they'll keep them here for some time, run all sorts of different medical checks on them. Psychological well-being is, is the big thing. But when you look at this video of the family greeting and meeting and hugging them here, so emotional. Such a big deal for these families. Such a big deal for the IDF as well to, to be able to put on a rescue like this. It was covert, and it was all over so fast. They went in to this house in the center of Rafa at 1.49 in the morning. Um, they took on Hamas, who were guarding these two hostages. As you said, a couple of the special forces threw, their, threw themselves over the hostages to protect them. And then within a minute of them getting in that building, um, then the IDF started this uh, diversionary dropping, uh, dropping bombs, hitting targets hitting Hamas that was coming towards the building, the IDF says. And in that process, they then extracted the hostages under fire to a safe place, put them on a helicopter, brought them to this hospital. So, okay, that, that took a minute to happen there in Rafa. Within two hours, the families were getting a call that their loved ones were safe and that they were in the hospital here and to come visit them. So it, it's a really, it's a big day for the families, but I... But I have to say, again, a, a big day here for Israel, of course. It's a great point, uh, what it means for Israel and their aim to be able to do this much more going forward. The phone call that Biden had with Bibi Netanyahu over the weekend, as I understand it, about two-thirds of that call was focused on hostages, but also that President Biden stressed to Netanyahu the need for a credible plan to ensure civilian safety in Rafah as they carry out these operations. Any reporting on that and what this hostage rescue does to the clearly uh, increasing tension between the U.S. and the Netanyahu regime? 
Well, I think it really puts into really sharp focus uh, what happens on these military operations. Uh, we understand from Palestinian health officials that about 100 people uh, were killed overnight in what appeared to be raids uh, that were part of this uh, rescue effort. That of those 100 people uh, who were killed and others injured, many of them were, were women and children. And it really, again, just shows the stakes of civilian casualties, particularly in Rafah, where there are 1.4 million people, more than a million of them displaced. Many of them have been displaced from homes uh, elsewhere in Gaza. This is a point of last refuge, if you will, for them. Uh, they say they have nowhere else to go. So. It will put a lot of focus and attention on the civilian costs of, of, of military operations inside of Gaza and pressure on the government here, not just from President Biden, but from we've heard from Egyptian authorities, we've heard from Saudi authorities, UAE as well, all saying there will be serious consequences um, for Israel if the civilians cannot be protected. That's a language similar to that being used by European Union leaders as well, who, who want to see a ceasefire out of this. Nick Robertson uh, reporting for us from, from the hospital there. Thank you very much.